Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome back to Sarcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers, and you are listening to Sarcastic Remarks. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. We're sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Please go and use the promo code THPN. The next time you use their app, their website, whenever they're doing great stuff, we appreciate them and what they do for us and also for THPN as well. Without further ado, let's bring in, as always, Christian to my right and James to my left. Hey guys, how's it going? How D. If you look really carefully, Chris sort of kind of has a new background, but not really. Yep. We got a, we got a centerpiece, Ron Swanson, of course. So, yeah. New place here in in College Station, Texas, a little bit further off campus, a little, little bit uh, probably equidistant to Kyle Field. No, it's a lie. It's pretty much farther from Kyle Field. Who says but, equidistant, like for real? A college it, student. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> right there. They don't teach you those at Stephen F. Austin University. Um, oh, don't you be dissing my college. I'm even wearing their shirt right now. Either way, first, first day of class was today. Went great. My first class got canceled. My professor had COVID. My second class was on Zoom because my professor got COVID. And the professor pr- almost passed out halfway through the class. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, wow. really weird. Um, then I just had two seminar classes. So I didn't learn anything in those classes. So yeah, really weird day. Wait, you got to tell me the difference. What's the difference between like a regular class and a seminar class? What? Uh, a is, seminar is it literally class... like a speech with like, 100, like hundreds of people in the class or something? No, it's just like, so a seminar, they're just telling you stuff. Like, it's not really, there's not a subject. Like, one of my seminar classes is leadership. So it's not like we're not doing a textbook leadership class. We're pretty much just talking about our feelings. So that's really cool. Did you sit in a circle and sing Kumbaya on top of that? No, but I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. (laughs) Lots of circle time in there. 
James, you're drinking your crappy off-brand sodas over there. You've got like what, two or three of them now? Yeah, I got two different flavors right now. Yeah, you, you were literally just talking. I finished off camera my other one. How, yeah, you were just literally talking off camera about how you couldn't find your Shasta Tiki Punch or whatever the heck it was. Shasta yeah. Tiki Punch. I was so sad. Okay, is it Shasta so or is it Shasta? Because I've heard Shasta. both. I've heard Shasta, Shasta more. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Shasta but, well, is probably more grammatically correct, but I don't care. Shasta. Shasta. Also, in my new place, I got this new swivel chair, so I apologize, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a swivel chair. I never use the swivel part. I'm only doing it now oh. because you said something. But It's bad to be mad swivel time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we got a lot to talk to you guys about tonight. Uh, we appreciate you all uh, spending some of your time with us uh, as we get through the grueling part of the off season, where there's... Not a lot going on, but there has been some cool stuff that we ha- we can talk about uh, here today. Um, we're going to talk about some recent NHL stuff that's been going on, including like the World Cup of Hockey apparently is really ambitious. I don't know if y'all have seen the news of that. That sounds really cool. It'll be um, awesome. The uh, Kadri obviously got signed literally the day we released the podcast. I was just like, well, crap. So uh, th- we can talk about how that might change our view of what Calgary may look like. Um, uh, what else did I put down there, guys? Uh, I forgot some other news. My phone's dead. Your phone's dead. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, oh we, we can talk about, uh, I mean, it's not like huge news or anything, but we can talk about who was revealed as the cover athletes on NHL 23. There was some yeah. backlash on it, and I don't really have a real opinion on it. I think it's stupid, but there was a lot of people that were upset. Um, and then we'll talk, uh, the hockey guy actually did a really interesting video that I kind of want to talk about briefly. We're not going to get like super depth into it or anything like that, but I think it's interesting. And then the most interesting thing for us that we're going to talk about tonight, if you're a real stars fan is, uh, the athletic and specifically Saad Youssef did a, I guess you could call it a survey and it was a multiple question survey about, you know, just random questions and he just wanted to get to know the fan base and some of the stuff was really interesting and you guys have not seen the article so this will be really interesting to see um how you guys react uh to it but uh what i want to start with first obviously is something that i wanted to mention on last podcast but i forgot because you know i'm i'm stupid and i forget things but valley sports southwest actually just recently announced that they were going to be releasing valley sports plus and this is in regards Mostly because the reason why they're doing it is because no major, you know, news co- or I guess you could say TV satellite companies, whatever, carry a Bally Sports Southwest or Bally Sports in general. Nineteen ninety nine per month, or you can spend about I think it's one hundred and eighty nine dollars annually to do that. Um, what were what are y'all's thoughts on something like that? Do you, do you think that twenty dollars is worth it? Is it too much? Too little? What do you think? Well. In in the streaming world, it's way overpriced. You know what else yeah. you can get for nineteen ninety nine? You can get Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. So, the price is ridiculous. That that's the that's the main thing, in my opinion. Yeah. the The price is high, but honestly, as long as I get a place where I can go and watch hockey, I'm not too upset about it honestly like this is we finally at least have an answer for hey if you just want to go and you want your your team just go and pay this and you will have your team's games and the i price I'm is crazy though it's a hundred percent more than it should be 
Yeah, I agree. Even ten dollars, like, ugh, that's steep, but I'll do it. Like yeah. twenty is crazy. Like at that well, point, you just pay for ESPN Plus and get the VPN. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the uh, I don't know. It it just depends sometimes because the the thing that really sucks about all of this stuff is, and I hate this whole blackouts thing. Like, if you could just get rid of blackouts, you know. As hockey fans in general, not just Dallas Stars fans, but maybe even sports fans in general, just get rid of freaking blackouts and let us just watch our team, like for real. And uh, the the I, I dug deeper into it because uh, James and I were kind of talking about this after our last episode. Um, I, you can actually, you know, there's some you know certain profiles on some certain streaming platforms where you can have like four profiles and four people can be watching simultaneously. For this ballet sports plus, there's only you can only have two. So here, here, here's what we were here's what we were talking about. And James, you, I don't know if you remember this, but you could go in it with somebody if you wanted to split the price and say, "Oh, I guess Ryan's gone." Well, even I'll refute his statement because we'll, it's ridiculous. So well. Well, actually, we're getting to the point where where he is trying to say it's a little bit ridiculous. But you you want to continue? Yeah. Pick back up, Brian. It, West Texas internet, gotta love it. <laughs> Did it again. Thanks, Elon. Yep. Um. Anyways, uh, what I was saying is, you could literally go fifty fifty on a on a twenty dollars streaming service, and I think, I, I mean, I think most people would be willing to pay, you know, ten bucks to watch their team. But here's the only problem. You're not guaranteed every single game. You're only guaranteed like 90% of them because you've got the games that are broadcast live and nationally on TNT or ESPN or just on ESPN Plus or whatever. So that's a little frustrating still. So it, it really doesn't matter what you do. There's there's no real, like, I don't know. There, there's no real solution to this. This was just kind of a thrown-in-the-dot situation that, I mean, I think there's still going to be a lot of Stars fans that kind of take this uh, take this package up on their offer and, and actually do it. And I think this and, is... You go ahead, James. Uh, one other thing that we were talking about is, like, with there only being two screens just for our family, we would probably have to buy Ballet Sports Plus three times. Right. So, like... Cause you have, I mean, yeah, because well, between you and me and Chris and Dad and, I mean, Zach. I would assume Zach probably, yeah. too. So... It's like there's... Not a good way to do it. <laughs> there really isn't. So, and then, like you said, you only get ninety percent of the games. So I think this is still the continuation of the growing pains of everything switching to streaming. And really, in my opinion, the main solution to this is that the NHL takes back control of the TV rights, and we have NHL Plus, and you can pay for your team, and you can watch all of your team's games. Or you can pay the super ultra premium and then watch all of them and make it legit. And there's no blackouts. You can watch your home team on the NHL plus or whatever it's called. Like, I don't know why we don't do that. Like let these contracts that we have with TV companies run out, don't renew them and then do it yourself. I, I don't know what's stopping them from doing that. Honestly. Well, I, th- I think it's honestly going that way, you guys. Uh, I-, I think satellite TV is going to become a thing of the past. The only thing that's keeping it alive is sports, honestly. But sports I is think, the only thing keeping satellite TV alive. I think what the NHL is going to do once that finally happens is they're just going to sell to ESPN. Then e- 
ESPN Plus is going to have some of it. And then, oh, now TNT Plus or whatever it is is going to have it. And then you got to sw- buy both and switch back and forth. And it, yeah, I'm just, it's stupid. I mean, what's happened now with streaming services is it's just cable again, but sometimes it doesn't load. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to have an internet connection. <laughs> well, it, do you? It, here's an interesting question that popped into my head. I'd love to know the answer to it. But do you think the ESPN makes more money with doing what they're doing now, or do you think they could possibly make more money doing what you're talking about, Chris? Because if if that was the case, and they were able to make money off of the quote unquote streaming way, I think they would have done it if they thought they could make more money that way. Who the? I'm confused by your question. Do you think ESPN is making more money from streaming or doing satellite TV? Oh, I have no idea. I think they're still losing money. They've been losing money for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, and that was something I wanted to talk about and uh, completely forgot about it last time. Um, this is actually breaking news as of literally about 20 minutes ago, but I wanted to start with the Ballet Sports Plus before I forgot about it. Um, Mr. Phil Kessel. He is now a Vegas Golden Knight. So he has signed. Oh. And Chris seems surprised. He did not know that. Uh, he signed for, I believe, $1.5 million. I don't know how many years. I would assume just one, considering his age. And that's an interesting signing for, for Vegas, who is right up on the cap. And I think part of the reason why they can make this deal is because Robin Leonard is going to be out for the majority of the season. Actually, no, the whole season. Excuse me. Not even a majority of the season. The whole season. So uh, what do you think about that signing for, for Phil Kessel or for the or for Vegas? What do you guys think? Obviously, by my face, it was shocking to me. I didn't think that Vegas was going to go for another player like that. Um, Vegas goes I, for everyone. Yeah, I was about to say. They, 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 <laughs> they literally, like, the if there's one thing we've learned in the past, like, five years of them being in the league they will go literally for every team or every player it doesn't matter how much cap space they have left right exactly uh i mean they've literally gone for everybody you remember alex petrangelo was the big shiny toy and then it was jack eichel and they got jack eichel and then for a while it was uh patch when he was available from montreal i mean they just go after every shiny quarter it's like a revolving door over there right now it's crazy and it leads me to believe that maybe some players really don't care about the whole loyalty aspect, you know, that a lot of fans are talking about, you know, you know, oh, Vegas is not loyal to their players, so no players are going to want to sign there. You know, does that signing of Phil Kessel really mean anything? Or is it? Well, right now, they're good. So <laughs> that that matters a lot more. If they get bad and they have that reputation, I feel like it's going to be harder for them to get good. But I think you're right. In the short term, people are overplaying how much that really means to players. And I really find this interesting because really he's not the same guy that he was. And if he's really, really bad with Vegas and he can't figure out, you know, how to be productive on this team, whether it be defensively or throwing the occasional assist in there because he's kind of turned into an assist guy uh, over the past couple of seasons. He's got that Ironman streak going, and if he keeps it going for, I think it's like seven or eight games, he's he, he's already beaten uh, Keith Yandel for the uh, Ironman award for playing the most games in a row, you know. So 
I think that a lot of teams honestly didn't want to sign Phil Kessel just because of that, because of that streak alone. But uh, we'll see how Phil Kessel does in Vegas and see how what who he plays with and you know what line he plays on. So um, obviously, we need to talk a little bit about uh, Nazem Kadri as well. Um, he signs in Calgary. They trade Sean Monahan to Montreal. Montreal gets a first round pick with a bunch of crazy conditions. I don't know if y'all saw the. Yeah, it, it's it's like a the whole page. Of, if this happens, <laughs> if this happens, this happens. If this happens, then this happens. It's insane. I didn't even bother reading it because it was so crazy. But nonetheless, he signs for seven years for seven million per. Sean Monahan goes to Montreal. Does your perspective on Calgary change with the signing of Kadri? I think it does. I think with with. When they got Huberdeau and then they signed him, that was kind of damage control. It's like, okay, we're still going to be a playoff team. We're still going to be, we're still going to be good. And then you sign Kadri, and now you're like, okay, this team could be is close to still being a contender again. So I think it's a great move. They've done the best with a horrible situation that I think they could have done. So I think their GM should be very happy. With, with what they've done this offseason. Yeah, I, I'm with Chris on that. It, it really, uh, they, they had what everyone thought was going to be the most disastrous offseason of any team, and they've kind of flipped it into, like, they're just as good, if not better, than last year. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think their defense is a little weaker than it was last year, but, I mean, that's okay, considering what you got and considering yeah, depth, the position. Go ahead, their depth yeah. is without a doubt better. Mm-hmm. especially in their forward group. Dude is amazing. And uh, they solidified that second-line center role with uh, Kadri coming in. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays considering he had a career year. I don't think he's going to get to the same amount of points that he did last season. I, I think, he, what was it, like 80 or 90 points? I think that's a lot. Um, and, and he was also playing, you know, number one center role for a little while when uh, Nathan McKinnon, or maybe it was, I can't remember if it was, McKinnon or Landis Cog that was out, whatever, one of the two. And he got that opportunity. But uh that contract is gonna look really bad at the end of <laughs> at the end of his deal. But for now it looks great. And I, I actually I, I think when we did our predictions and everything, I put Calgary third. I'd with this signing, I'd put them first. I mean it I think it changes a lot. And uh I think they have enough defense to to be able to do really well. They've still got Markstrom and they add a, a guy like that and shed cap. Dude, I mean, Brad Tree living, he's the guy, he's the GM of the Calgary Flames. Just just legit, absolutely legit what he did with a bad situation. I mean, I mean, really, that you, you couldn't have asked for a better outcome considering, you know, Goudreau left for literally nothing, and they offered him over $10 million, and he didn't take it. He took a lesser deal in Columbus, and then you got Matthew Kachuk saying, I'm not signing long-term. That's amazing. It absolutely did, so... Shout out to uh, Brad Treeve leaving for that. But okay, uh, I I think this was really stupid because there was a lot of people that complained about it. It's a video game, guys. It's a video game cover. But uh, Sarah Nurse and Trevor Zegras were revealed today as the NHL 23 cover athletes. Um, this is the the first time that a woman has been put on the cover of an NHL game. So that's kind of cool there. Um, but there's a lot of people that were more upset about the fact that, of all people, Trevor Zegras was on the front cover of that. Thoughts? What do you think? I, I mean, honestly, 
I kind of like Zegras being on there. He had like he had the craziest like plays this season. I felt like he he did crazy stuff every time he had the puck. That's that if if you're trying to grow the sport, honestly, that's who you want everyone to be looking at anyway. So yep. I don't have a problem with it. They added a move to Chell because of Zegras. <laughs> the Michigan. I mean, literally, they added a feature into the game because of him. So no, that is he's totally the right choice. He is the flashiest player in the league. Even if he's not the best player, he is definitely the flashiest, does the coolest stuff. Yeah, he's the obvious answer. Yeah, Brooke over here in the comment section saying, dude plays like a video game. He legit plays like a video game. It's literally (laughs) his playground, man. It's it's so much fun to watch him too. So and and you know that that's something that the NHL has been really bad about is marketing their big stars. That's something that the NBA does really well, the NFL, all that sort of stuff. The NHL does not do that very well. So it's good to see them, you know, find a younger star and put them out there on the cover. So I just thought that was interesting. Any other thoughts on that? Nope, not really. Okay, all right. So I would like to talk about this fairly briefly, but I wanted to get into uh, the hockey guys video that he did today. And let me find the actual title of the video. I did go um, and watch it before we, we started. So. Right. So it, it, so it is a 30 minute video for those of you who are, who are like shorter videos, but I enjoy his content. So I watch just about all of his stuff, but uh, the title of the video is cup pressure power rankings headed into the 2022, 2023 season. So it's a power rankings about who he thinks has the most pressure and who he thinks he has the least amount of pressure team-wise. Um, coming in at number 32, who do you think it is? Canadians. No, it's the team without a stadium, Chris. <laughs> Arizona. Arizona yeah. is number 32 on the list. So uh, just to give you some highlights wouldn't, of it. Wouldn't uh, it be so sad, though, if Arizona somehow wins the cup in their own <laughs> Can, can you imagine if they... it's in a, there's that would be the funniest thing ever that would be epic well, like, it's not gonna happen three, but, but like that would be crazy yeah like year three they win it in the asu arena can you imagine that one that would suck for the coyotes because they're like we just won the stanley cup in a college arena and our new arena is being built currently and then it, <laughs> it would just look all bad the grandmas on the NHL, and grandpas of glendale would flood the streets Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just some highlights uh, on this, but uh, I'll just go in order real quick. Uh, 31, Chicago. 30, Montreal. Chris, that's where Montreal is. 29, Philadelphia, who had a really bad offseason. 28 is uh, Seattle. Seattle did not have a very good season. Uh, 27, the Ducks. 26, the, the Buffalo Sabres. 25, the Devils. Uh, this is taking too long, so I'm just going to skip ahead. Um, it's very interesting where he put the stars at because I thought that it would be a little higher, and maybe that's just my my bias because I'm as as a stars fan and I kind of expect it. But Chris, since you didn't really get the chance to watch the video, where do you think the hockey guy would put the stars at in his power rankings for this particular video? I think he's putting them at like 18, and the main reason I think that is because like. Dallas fans are so fair weather. Like as long as you make the playoffs and you're like, eh, they had a good season. They don't really care. 
and and there are a lot more casual stars fans than there are like hardcore fans like we are but um they, they he actually put them up at 15 so literally like right in the dead center which kind of surprised me a little bit i didn't expect him to be in like the top five or anything like that but i definitely expected him to be like 9 10 11 I, I thought they should have been higher james what did you what did you think listening to his his uh discussion on that I mean, honestly, the stuff that he said made a lot of sense. He was talking about how, I mean, we still have the Ben and Sagan contracts, which is like that they are what they are. And something that I that he didn't mention, but I thought about is like we we're bringing in a new coach too, where we're trying out a new system, we're trying to go more offense. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting year to say the least. I mean, this is not you're not going to see the same team that you did the last six seasons. Lots of content. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I was expecting I was expecting where 18, like Chris was saying, I was expecting him to put them lower even. It's like, yeah. the, whereas we do feel like this team can make it to a cup and they can win, we're at a point where most of our, no, all, all of our good players are younger. So, like, our, nope, our old Pavelski. core, P- Pavelski is the <laughs> exception. He doesn't count. He's like he's like a thirty in in like actuality, you know. He's not actually thirty seven. What is it? But but I mean, most of our players that are that are our superstars are young players. I mean, you you have Haskinen, Hence, Robertson, and Ottinger. But, I mean that those are all younger players, and really we're holding out more till the Ben and Sagan contracts end and we can use that money on other people and other things. Well said. So, yeah. Yeah. Both of y'all were really well said. I, I, Thank I'm, you. I'm still surprised that, that they're that low, but again, he, he did say that like he, he's not sure about this team because of where they are. Yeah. The yep. Old guys, and new guys. So uh, we've talked like about that all off season. So many question marks. Yep. We'll see what get what gets answered. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. College football is finally back. It's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly win or lose if that's not enough action for you you can also place a same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout just combine multiple bets into one like which team will get the win which team to score first and much more one of the teams i'm going to be looking at is obviously texas a&m because you know my brother goes to texas a&m chris and you know my dad's also an aggie as well so that's going to be a team i'm going to be following throughout the college football season DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any college football game, and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 years of age in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. I'm actually thinking about this right now. So I'm, gonna, so I'm throwing y'all under the bus here. Curveball. 
a curveball, sure, slider, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm starting to get worried a little bit about Ottinger and Robertson. Okay, no way, that's and crazy. And I, I oh, was going back to this topic. Yeah, I, I know we. I have to go back <laughs> to it. Okay, I'm sorry, but the the reason why I'm getting back to it is because one of the biggest other RFAs that I was worried about, which was Noah Dobson of the uh, New York Islanders, really good young defenseman. He just got re-signed as well. So that list is dwindling even further, and there's not very many RFAs left. And obviously the Stars still have two of the biggest. Um, I mean, I think that our RFAs were also probably the best performing. I oh, mean, they were, they were, no, were By far, they were the best of any of the so, RFAs. So I don't think it's odd that it's taking this long still, honestly. Especially with like all the cap issues that all teams are seeing. I mean, you're you're talking. We we literally have like ten million to sign two of our future stars. Hopefully, pun I think It's odd still though. Everyone else is signed. Yeah, that that that's what's making me a little bit. Yeah, my argument, you know, weeks ago was like, oh, look at all these RFAs that are still on this list. They're still not unsigned, and they have slowly trickled off the list. Yeah, and honestly, I remain. think, I think when one of those comes out, though, we're gonna get the other one. We're gonna get both at the same time. I don't oh, of think course, no, yeah, they're not gonna announce right, one yeah. and not announce the other. Yeah, and, and I agree, and that's really where where the problem is. They're trying to balance the two players with how much cap space they have left. So. And, and you gotta think that the two players that they're they're talking to each other, or at least their agents are talking to each other, right? Because if they're both uh, it, wanting to stay in Dallas and they're both, you know, predicting themselves to be, you know, bona fide stars in this league and leaders of this squad, you know, they they gotta be talking right now. Consider especially would, considering the cap space. I wouldn't bet on that because you want to separate your business from your teammates and stuff. Because in the end, these guys do need to get paid. They're not going to play hockey for forever. They're going to play hockey if they're lucky for 15 years. So that's all the time they have to get paid. So they got to get paid. So it's not it's not them being greedy. It's them and and that could be cut short. They could have one more season and that could be it. And you just never know. So it's totally fair for them to want to get paid as much as they can and they deserve to. I mean, they work this hard and they're putting their bodies on the line for the sport. So I think even if they aren't talking to each other, it's no fault of their own. It's no fault of their own. They need to get paid for what they're doing. Right. Sorry. Uh, had to go down that random rabbit hole. Cause I saw that, uh, what's his face? Uh, Lou Lamarello signed three players for the Islanders and Noah Dobson was one of them. And that was one of the players I was talking about. So, okay. Um, so just to get into some of the top five, uh, Chris, who do you think, are the top five teams on the hockey guys list of like Stanley cup pressure. Like they have to have it. Give me, give me five teams. Uh, in, in no particular order, I'm going to go with Colorado. Okay. I'm going to go with Edmonton. I'm going to go with Carolina. I'm going to toss, toss, toss Toronto up there. Toronto's in there. Um, what about five? Huh. It's probably an obvious team that I'm missing. Not really. Eh, Not yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I can't think. Rangers? 
Okay. Yeah, so, so, so you didn't do half bad. A, a lot yeah, of you didn't teams, do awful. I, th- I think all of those teams are in the top 10, right, James? Yeah, they're all, all in the, the ones top you said. 10. They're all in the top 10, so you did pretty good. Okay, so coming in at number five is, uh, I think, is a pretty obvious one. Vegas. Vegas is number five because they said they were going to win a Stanley Cup in five years. So yeah, did they say that? I can't right, tell you. I don't know. I <laughs> that don't. was an awful decision. Yes, I agree. And I wish they had not said that. And I feel slightly bad for them, but I also don't feel too bad for them at the same time. No, I don't feel bad. Um, number four, Chris, you hit it, uh, the hammer on the head here. Um, number four is Carolina. Carolina does have a lot of Stanley Cup pressure. They're finally the having hammer on some, the head. Hammer on the head. Yes, hammer on the head. The, the nail on the head. I was changing it up, okay? I was trying to be creative. Shut up. You don't, you don't change Anyways, up sayings. Shut up, shut up, James. I wasn't talking to you. Anyway. Ooh, <laughs> it's getting heated in here. <laughs> I'm not leave. Goodness. This August heat is getting to us, man. Hey, I'm tired, man, okay? Okay, anyways. Man. Number four, I'm Carolina. They, uh, they've, you know, they got Max Pacioretty. He's going to be out for a while. Uh, they, they got Brent Burns. Uh, they, they've made a lot of moves. They're making, getting some consistent, you know, success in the regular season. They haven't really made it past the the conference final yet in their period of success. So we'll see how they do. Um, number three here, as my phone goes off, of course it does. Um, number three was interesting and it makes a lot of sense. Number three, it's Pittsburgh. So why would you think that he would put Pittsburgh as number three? Cause he's dumb. No, it makes total sense to me. It makes complete sense to me. Explain it to me, Ryan. They want to have a chance, like one more chance, to get uh, their big three another Stanley Cup. You know, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Latang. If it's what, not, what has changed on their roster that will allow them to suddenly be a contender? Hope and will. No, this is not. Yeah, no, no, no. This that. is not. A, this is not about all of that. This is about pressure and. I I think there is a lot of pressure there because yeah. it, because you know Pitts, it's not like Pittsburgh is like Dallas. Dallas you have to have some some sort of like continued success to be relevant in in the community and you know to keep your revenues up. Pittsburgh they could tank for a couple of years and they they would be fine because of of uh, where they are. But um it, this I really if it's not now they're not going to do it next year. Or excuse me, the year after. I I, I think it it's this what year. What makes you think they can they do, do it, it now instead of I'm not last saying, year? I'm not well because they just there, resigned the other two. There's guys. no reason for there's, them to be more hopeful well, this year than they were last year in my but, opinion. But but there's more pressure on them to win this year than last year. You can say that Why? much. And because the other they thing just is, signed two more people. It really it really is like it. This is kind of we're at the stage where we have both Pittsburgh and Boston, and they're kind of at their last like hey. This is probably your last year to, to get a chance to win it again. Well, and you could you could throw in uh, Washington in that as yeah, well. You, yeah, Washington too. I forgot about Washington. Yeah, they're all they're Wait. all old teams. They're they're not like the Stars. Like they like those three those three teams don't really have like a a, a younger group core member guys that you know that are coming up that yeah. can replace the older guys. If that makes any sense, they don't have that right now. They're they're just not good enough hockey teams for a reasonable fan to put pressure on them, in my opinion. I mean, I, I look at those don't three teams that y'all mentioned, well. and I'm like, there's no – you're not a contender. On, on paper, you're not a contender. Last year, you weren't a contender. There's no reason to 
expect a Stanley Cup this year. I don't know. I don't know. I think it makes a lot of sense to me. Depends on how you define pressure. But if you're talking about pressure from fans, I think that's wrong. But whatever. We'll move on here. Uh, number two, number two is the Florida Panthers, which also kind of makes oh, some sense. Yeah, there's, there's, there's that's the one that I thought that you would yeah. get that you didn't. Yeah. I really thought you were going to get that one too, Chris, but obviously with the addition of, uh, Matthew Kachuk and the exit of Jonathan Huberdo and also Mackenzie Weger, that puts some pressure, especially a lot on, uh, Matthew Kachuk to really, really kind of produce and show that he is what he is, and he is a hundred point guy anywhere he goes. So, and, and then plus the other thing is they they were the best team in the league in the regular season. They got the President's Trophy for the first time in their franchise's history. They're looking for that continued success that you could argue that Carolina ha- currently has. They've been in the playoffs for many years now, and so I think they're on the upward trajectory. I don't know if. Uh, if they would get a Stanley Cup, I, I wouldn't put it this year, but maybe two or three years. What, what do y'all think for Florida? Then the next four, I'd say, is when they're four. going for so you, it. You would extend it a little longer. Yeah. But I'd say okay. they should still be expecting one ASAP. I mean, they have they had the best team in the regular season. So, yeah, you should win a cup. <laughs> yep. And they got to figure out how to play uh, better playoff hockey when the playoffs come along because they're a great regular season team, but they don't know how to play in the playoffs. So, um, and then obvious, Chris, who you said the number one, but number one is Toronto, and I think that's more obvious than anything because just a, really, it's just the media and the fans are crazy. So well, it's just not <laughs> it's not just that either. Like they're. Austin Matthews contract is starting to run out now. Like they're, they're at the point where that is actually starting to creep on the fan base and it's going to put a lot, lot more pressure on them. But I, yeah, it's always going to be up there. What do you think, Chris? Is that worthy of the number one ranking? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I think they're going to get out of the first round at some point in the next five years. But the, I I wouldn't call them a contender. I mean, if they're anywhere other than Toronto, they're not a contender. Really? You really don't think they're a contender at all? No. I Their think they're more awful. Yeah. I think they're closer to a Vegas Golden Knights, honestly. Oh, yeah. I, I highly disagree. They're, they're solidly in the playoffs, and they are always solidly in the playoffs, and – any team can be a contender if they they get going at the right time. But this is not a team I would classically call a cup contender to start the season. I would I would completely call them a cup contender and uh, the thing is know they have would. they have a good offense, they have a good defense and I know that mm-hmm. Vegas has both of those. But v- what Vegas doesn't have is they don't have goaltending and I know Toronto doesn't have goaltending really either. But they've got two guys who have at least proven in the past that they could be number ones. One of those darts have to hit. Samsonov or no, Murray. They can no, both they hit. don't. No, that's one a of terrible them has to take, hit. Ryan. That that's not bad. a terrible that's take. Bad. One of them has to hit. That's bad. Oh, well, it's better than having a Logan Thompson, uh, Lauren Bassois tandem in net and, ex- and expect them to be a Stanley Cup contender. Okay, that's why so. I don't think they have very much pressure either. I mean, <laughs> as soon as as soon as their goaltender's gone, it's like, well, crap. Here we go again. Last year, round two. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, 
Go ahead. Go Jason. ahead, Ryan. No, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say, just to everybody listening, we we talk like this to each other off air too. Except it's a lot worse. We we tell each other <laughs> we're stupid, even worse off air. We, we I get finished. I'm like, catch you on the flip side. Have a good night. And then we all sit here and berate each other for another thirty minutes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was just gonna talk about how Toronto hasn't even like gotten out of the first round, and at least Vegas has gotten that. They, they have, haven't. They have. Uh, no, Toronto hasn't gotten out of the first round in That's a very, crazy. very long time. What a cool stat. Yeah, I know, right? I, uh, I I'm never going. Own. I'm never going to believe <laughs> in that team until they finally actually do it. Like I, every single time, like if they make it to the playoffs again, I'm having them first round exit again. I I I can't see it right now. I genuinely Even- can't. What, I bet okay, my life let, on it. Let, let's just get let's just get it crazy here, okay? Let's say it's Toronto and the Arizona Coyotes. Let's say the Arizona Coyotes make the playoffs. No, the Coyotes are winning. Coyotes in seven. <laughs> no, the Coyotes in six. Coyotes They're gonna in, win in the College Stadium. Coyotes yeah. in three. <laughs> <laughs> the, another another problem with Toronto though is like the past two years they were in the playoffs. They they led the series both times. And both times they couldn't close out the teams. Like it, it's that they're they they should they should have been out of the first round multiple times already, and they just haven't. That and that team just is. I don't see it happening. They can't do it. And that's fair. That's that's fair to say. I totally I I totally understand why you would say that too. So, um, Chris, just to 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 mention your other picks, uh, Edmonton was number six, so you're pretty close on that. Calgary was number seven. Uh, you said the Rangers. Rangers are number nine. The they jumped up a, a lot apparently from last year's uh, power rankings that the hockey guy did, and then uh, number ten obviously was uh, Colorado, Colorado, which surprised me a little bit considering they just won the cup. I would have thought they would have been like you know middle of the pack, but I mean, I I, I guess you, if you're gonna go for another cup, you might as well do it now because you only got yeah, a, I mean, a certain time to do it. When when you got Tampa on the other side, you want to fight Tampa. That's what. I feel like that's what they're kind of trying to do. It's like, well, Tampa can do it. Why can't Colorado do it too? And you've got a Nathan McKinnon that helps. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah, that helps a lot. And a although they're gonna have to pay, they're gonna have to pay him a lot of money next season. So yeah, like they don't pay him a lot now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Okay. So, anyways, I want to get into this last thing because this is the most interesting for us as Stars fans. Because there's some. This is, was a really interesting. Uh, article that Saad Youssef did, and he wanted to do it during the you know the dead of the off season, which was obviously right now. But uh, he put out a Google form survey, and he got over a thousand responses. And here's some of the questions uh, that he asked. Um, first question is, when did you become a Dallas Stars fan? And he gave five options. All right. So the first option was uh, 1993 to 1997, so the inception of the team. Uh, second was Stanley Cup window, 97 to 2000. Third option was 2000 to 2008 when they were regularly making the playoffs. Um, then he has what's, what he calls the dark ages when the team was kind of bankrupt from 2008 to 2013. And then his fifth option was the Jim Nell era where, uh, you know, they've been they've been okay. They've been kind of bubble in, bubble out team for most of that during the Jim Nell era. Um, the, what would y'all think is the highest rated answer in this statistic what do you think probably the cup run okay the cup run still the stanley cup window 97 to 2000 james what do you think i would put just during the 2020 
the earliest because of the everyone was stuck at home. They had to watch something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an interesting point. Uh, actually, the it was it was pretty. The, the top three were kind of the highest, but uh, the inception the of the team then. was that the the inception of the team thirty nine percent was the highest one. Shut up, guys! I hate y'all. Um, and then the, You're <laughs> the, the Stanley, I was I'm getting distracted. Okay, uh, the Stanley Cup window was the second highest. It was twenty three percent, and then the Jim Nell era was twenty uh, percent. So the, those, and then obviously playoff uh, appearances was nine point six. Dark Ages was seven point eight. So I just thought that was really interesting um, for that particular uh, question in this article. Um, the the second article was also in, or the second article, the second question in the article. How many regular season Stars games did you watch in the 2021-2022 season? He gave four options for this one. 0 to 10, 11 to 41, 42 to 62, or 63 to 82. If you had to guess, what do you think was the highest one? The the lowest. So 0 to 10? Yeah. Okay. James, what do you think? One above Chris's. One above Chris's? Yeah. Okay, so eleven to forty-one, you think? Yeah. What's funny is that that y'all are both wrong. The according to this survey, sixty-three to eighty-two was the highest, with almost half, forty-nine point eight percent, which was honestly really surprising to me. Nice. But um, it it kind of makes some sense, considering you know we're a hardcore fan base, I believe, but we're a very like small hardcore fan base, so that kind of makes sense. So. The people that probably responded to this article are those kind of people. Fair? Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was really, really interesting. Okay. Now here's an – I think this one's a pretty a pretty simple one, and I don't think this is going to be a hard one for you all to answer. But uh, how many regular season Stars games did you attend in the 21-22 season? What do you guys think was the lowest? There's four options: zero to ten, eleven to forty-one, forty-two to sixty-two, sixty-three to eighty-two. So, out of those four options, what do you think was the highest uh, percentage? Zero to ten. I don't know. Zero to ten. Zero to ten. Yeah. Yeah. Zero to ten. Yeah. It was, and it was overwhelmingly zero to ten. And honestly, I I put myself in that category as well, Uh, mostly because of where I live, but. Even when I was uh, living in the Dallas area, it was it was like that too. It was about zero to ten games per year, so um, so it was seventy eight point eight percent actually. So like an overwhelmingly high majority of people, uh, yeah. you know, answered that question to that way. Um, where does hockey rank among your favorite sports? All right, so three responses for this question as well. Hockey is my favorite. Number one. Hockey is number two or number three or number four or later. What do you think was the highest rated one in this one? I'm going to go with I'm, – I'm going to big brain this and say that all the all the hardcores are answering his survey. So I'm going to say the majority said hockey is number one. I'll do two or three. Two or three? The answer, the highest rated, is actually number one. So Chris was right on this one. And it was actually, again, pretty – I kind of expected it, but I didn't expect it to be this high. It was at sixty-eight point six percent. That was that hockey was their number one sport. Which again, you get your education, boys. Yes. <laughs> right. You want me to copy you? That's no Big fun. Brain. Okay. 
Uh, we got about... Oh, wow. There's actually quite a few questions on this. I guess we better go quicker through these. Pick, pick, um, pick your favorites. Um, who is your favorite current Stars player? Uh, here's your options. Uh, okay. You got... You got Essa Lindell, Jamie Benn, Jake Ottinger, Jason, Jason Robertson, Miro Haskinen, Rope Hintz, Joe Pavelski, Tyler Sagan, or other. Jake Ottinger. So, Jake Ottinger, you think, is number one? Okay. Yes. Miro Haskinen is number one. Miro Haskinen, you think, is number one? All right. Nope, I know it. You know it. Okay. So, to nobody's surprise, Miro Haskinen is number one. Darn. He's at 29.3%. <laughs> Sheep. Uh, who's, who's number two? <laughs> and it's neither. It's... it's Jason Number Robertson. Number two is, is Jason Robertson. Yes, at 21.8%. <laughs> All right, give me that bonus point. Uh, okay, who's number three, Chris? Who's number three? Here's your options. Rope, Tyler Sagan. Rope, Otter, Pavelski, Ben, Sagan, Lindell, or other. Oh. Uh, Pavelski. Pavelski? Nope. Rope Hans. Rope Hans is okay. at number yeah. three at 16.10. I thought that was the obvious answer, but I thought the only reason you were asking me is because it wasn't obvious. <laughs> Got you. He reverse psychiatry you. <laughs> reverse psychiatry. Reverse psychiatry. Yeah, that's right. Um, the the one that's surprising to me is that those are the top three, and Jay Gottinger is number four at eight point eight percent. I thought that was surprisingly low for a guy who stood on his head in the playoffs. So. He that, hasn't been around but me. for one season, though. So He's kind yeah. of been around for two. He's been in the league for a season. <laughs> I, I, I think that's fair to I say. I agree with James. But still, the, what he did in the playoffs, man, I, I would have expected that to be higher. And may, I guess people didn't really watch the playoffs as much. I don't people know. Also don't Where is the unrealist, Ryan? Care for much as goalies, I feel like. I feel like people are looking towards the more aggressive offensive players. Yeah, and that's all. That's also a good point too, James. And then Miro is just beautiful, man. <laughs> that, that that man can like do no wrong, he's, right? He's a good-looking guy. Yep. Um, wait, Chris, what did you ask? I heard you say something, but I did. Was awesome. Where's Otter on your top list? Uh, he top would actually players. be for me. He would be number three. So I, I'd have Only Miro, Robo, wow. Otter. Crazy. Yep. So. But uh, that that's me. That's just me. But maybe we should do that. Maybe we should rank our favorite players. No, not rank <laughs> our favorite players. Favorite players. We should rank all of them. Every all of the players. Oh my gosh! Player. Can you imagine? That's for next time. Every that's Dallas time. Stars. No, every Dallas Stars it. player there's ever been. Oh, ever been? Goodness, I couldn't. Twenty-four do that. hour episode coming next week. <laughs> featuring chris and chris alone <laughs> no well i'll have a cameo in there and you'll have a cameo in there but it'll for mostly like, be chris for like what two hours and that's about it at most oh i, I, I was about to say it like i'm probably gone after 30 minutes yeah like james <laughs> you're you're in my uh free agency frenzy live stream we did that was like what two and a half hours and we were struggling at the end of that that was three or four Ooh, right <laughs> Okay, um, so let's look at, I don't know. Is there any other good ones in there? Yeah, I'm trying to look and see. Um, oh, why don't we do this one? Bless you. How successful was the Stars 21-22 season? 
So you could get you were given an option of one, two, three, four, or five. What I don't know and what it's not telling me is which one was would be like the best and which one would be the worst. That's my only problem with this. We'll go star rating. Five star is the best. Five star is the best. Okay. So that's what, what I would think. Okay. So let's just go with that. We'll just go with that then. Uh, what, what do you think was the highest out of those? Three. Three? Because <laughs> it was kind of mad. We made it to the playoffs and we had a good series, but that was kind of, you know, we didn't really get where we wanted to. Chris is pessimistic, as always. So you said two? I almost said two. The highest is three. The highest is three <laughs> at 64.2%. So either way you look at it, if, it if one mess. was the best, if one was the best and five was the worst, or five was the best and one was the worst, it didn't matter. <laughs> you looked at it right in the dead center. And of course, that's like the uh, definition of uh, perfectly mediocre Dallas Fort Worth sports teams. So, of course. Um, so here's an here's another interesting one. Um, do you value the goaltender depth Anton Hudobin provides the Stars, or would you rather see the Stars part ways with him to utilize his cap figure? So you got two answers, and one is part ways with them, the other is keep him. What what do you think was the highest? Yeet. Yeet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Part ways. <laughs> I mean, you want that extra space, especially with with Ottinger and Robertson right now in their talks. I'm sure it's more about money yeah. than anything. So a you want that to go a long way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Uh, kind of skipping over some questions because I, I don't, because. I, Wait, was I right? You're kind of obvious. Oh, I didn't even say it, did I? Wow. Um, you can wow. tell how tired I am. Wow. 91%. In favor of Yeet. Part ways with him. He's lovely, but we need the space. Yes. And and it's nothing against him at all. It really isn't. It's just he he makes three and a half million dollars. dollars. And that's that three and a half million dollars we need for Robertson and Otter. So that's the only frustration with that. But um, okay, here's another one. Prior to the offseason, would you have signed John Klingberg to an eight-year deal at six million to seven million AAV? Yes or no? What do you think the highest answer was on that? This is a hard one. Yeah, that's why I picked this one. This is that was hard. a not happy Chris grunt. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a grunt, it was just a sigh. You could hear it from like hundreds of miles away. <laughs> My my answer is yes. Hindsight is twenty twenty, though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, James. What do you, what, what do you what, okay? What's your answer, or what do you think was the higher percentage? Yes or no? I think the higher percentage is yes. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, if we could have got him for six million, I don't. Th- I would. I wouldn't do it for seven though. So the overwhelming response was actually no, and it was actually fairly high. It was at 65%, which was pretty high, which which is surprising to me a little bit. I would have thought it would have been a little bit closer, but it was 65-35. So that's, I mean, that kind of tells you about, you know, the kind of season that uh, John Klingberg has had like the last couple of years. So he had a, he also had a very rough season this season, defensively, especially. So I, Mm -hmm. I guess I can see that. All right, uh, here's a uh, here's a non-Miro Haskinen question, okay? Uh, which non-Miro Haskinen skater <laughs> uh-huh. will be the most important player to the star success this season? 
Uh, you have option of options of Pavelski, Garyanov, Hintz, Sagan, Marchment, Robertson, Ben, or other. What do you think was the highest rated percentage in this article? Hopefully, Tyler Sagan. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> okay. The real answer is Tyler Sagan. The probable answer is probably Pavelski, I think, is what most people would say. Pavelski? Really? So, I can't really tell if this was. Well, I'll I'll just tell you the the answer, the highest rated, and let y'all talk about it. Robo was number one, thirty four point four percent. Sagan was twenty sixth percent. Rope Hintz was twenty three point one percent. Smart. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, for me though, like Robertson, he's going to be good next season. Like he he might not be like crazy good where he gets forty goals again. I hope he gets 40 goals again. And I hope he gets more than that even. 50, hot it, take. Yeah. But like, you really, we're it. We're looking at Sagan this year. We're looking at yeah. Sagan, Guryan of Marchman. We need one of those people to get to 30 goals. Hopefully at least two. Well, and what yeah. this also makes me believe about the feeling of Stars fans is that people think that Jamie Benn is not going to return to his, his offensive Mm-mm. favor, which we've talked about at numerous times in this podcast. I don't, I don't and think they, that's a and, hot take and people, either. And I don't think it's a hot take either. And I also think that a lot of people believe that there's still a lot that Tyler Sagan can give and that he's going to be better this year. So he, I, I, who do you think has more pressure? Do you think Robo has more pressure or do you think Sagan has more pressure on him? I think Sagan does. I, I agree I mean, with you. Probably Sagan. Sagan's going to make more than Robertson. So a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> He's the highest paid player in the NHL this year. This year, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that's that's crazy. If if he doesn't have more pressure on him, he, he needs He's to wrong. find yeah, more he pressure. Should. <laughs> he should get more. Well, go and, grab an air pump. Well, and <laughs> it, it's like a it's like a huge drop off after uh Rope Hints. Like Rope is at twenty three point one percent and then Joe Pavelski is at four point four percent. So, I mean, it's a huge drop-off. So, obviously, the three players that Stars fans are looking at, Robo, Sagan, and Rope. So We're looking just, for a top line again. Yeah, I'm just, that's true. I'm just not worried about Robo or Rope, yeah. honestly. Like, the I'm way they either. produce goals, does it, it feels totally sustainable, and I just I feel like that's just a given. And it, they've it, been cons- to, to become a, a good playoff team, we need more from other places, which is where Sagan, Marchment, Ben come in. Well, and I, I feel like we can rely on the consistency of those two guys too. And we can't really rely on Sagan right now, mostly just because he got hurt and he was out for a whole season. So, I mean, I know that Rope was hurt two years ago a lot and he was in and out of the lineup a lot, but when he was in the lineup, he was consistently good. He was putting up points and uh, Robo's been good for two straight years and he hasn't yeah. missed much time either. So yeah, there's, there was a little bit of a difference in recovery time also between Hintz and Sagan. Sagan seriously, he's basically had to relearn how to use it. So he had to learn how to walk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how it, it, it's crazy that he's even playing and he still had like 50 points last season. That's honestly not that bad after coming off of, learning how to walk again. So I, I feel like he'll be a lot better this season. 
All right. Okay. Who cares? One segment. La- oh, well, one, one last question. One last one question. question. And there's there's a ton more, but I want to ask this question because again, this one's the most interesting to me. I saved it for last. What do the stars need to do next season for it to be considered a success for you? Right? I think this was the most interesting question for me. Because I kind of have an answer. Here's your here's your here's your responses you can choose from. Win the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup final appearance, make the playoffs, or a decent playoff run or other. What do you think was the highest? The highest Again, is make the Stanley Cup playoffs. Mine would be conference final, so I guess I would slot into decent playoff run. Okay. But I think the highest is going to be make Stanley Cup final. Make Stanley Cup final. Okay. James, yeah, when I think? first thought about it, I thought it would be nice to make it to the conference finals again. But So the highest one overwhelmingly was a decent playoff run at 75.2% which is, again, a little surprising to me because I thought that a Stanley Cup final run would kind of be the thing for the Stars fans because I, I really feel this is it. So, Well, I mean, but, the last year, Ryan. Yeah. I did say and that last year, didn't you're, I? You're the also, year before that? <laughs> I didn't say it the year before it. You no, did I didn't. say it the year before that. No, I yeah, didn't. Did. No, I didn't. It. No, I didn't. I didn't even think they were going to beat Calgary in the play-in round or the, the first round of the playoff playoffs. runs. When we were in it, you were like, this is our last chance. Last chance. Nah. Nah. Okay, we're into Who Cares. Chris, would you like to introduce it or would you like me to? All right, the Who Cares segment. Great idea by Ryan Chambers. He finally came up with one. Maybe he'll actually fully participate in it. That would be fantastic. Um, We are doing fruit-flavored sodas. Fruit-flavored sodas. So that is sodas that taste like fruit. Oh, Thank James, you for number elaborating. Three. Okay, my number three is, uh, it's going to be a Mountain Dew flavor, of course. Uh, I'm going to go with their, they have like a Maui burst, I think it's called. It's a pineapple Mountain Dew. It just tastes like pineapples. I don't know. It, they nailed it for me. So that's my number three, pineapple drink. Let's go. My Ryan, number three. Number three. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, Ryan, goodness. Okay, number three for me is mango. I like mango-flavored stuff. Uh, Mountain Dew just released a new one. Huh? Mango what? I don't even know what it's called. It's like... it's it's the, it's the Mountain uh, Dew one, gem. James. It's the Mountain Dew Gem. But yeah. guess what, Ryan? They're already it. done releasing it right now. It's not summer anymore, so they are not making it anymore. Oh, pff, I can still find it. I never I, I tried it. it I love mango. Yeah, you you would love it. It's really good. It was a Mountain Dew gem. It was like the Mountain Dew Gold that they had, which was also pineapple flavor, which was also good. But I went with Maui verse because now I can still get that. But oh, <laughs> yeah, y'all should have told. That me. was the I... summer seasonal stuff, and they're done. I'm sad now. All mm-hmm. right. I'm sorry, Chris. Chris, number three. My number three. We were talking about it before the show started. It is Shasta Tiki Punch. It is fantastic. You know what fruit it tastes like fruit that's what it tastes like it, it tastes, tastes like, like fruit, fruit. <laughs> can you tell what fruit it is no not a chance oh but my god this is the perfect combination of hawaiian punch plus soda 
marriage together, little drink baby, and they made Shasta Tiki Punch. It's fantastic. James, okay, James. number two. <laughs> you can weigh into this stuff. All right. So I, I, I mine... didn't even know what to say after that. I was just kind of <laughs> like, okay. It's great. All right. My number two is, is it's a classic. It's Orange Fanta. Orange Fanta is so good. You can't really go wrong with it, in my opinion. I mean, you can over use it with anything. <laughs> yes, over Sunkist. I'm sorry. I like Orange Fanta more. Okay, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you just destroyed Chris a little bit there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. All right. Ryan, number right. Okay, two. Ryan. My number two, I will revive Christian and say Orange Sunkist is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite <laughs> one. Yeah. And it, I think, I don't even know what makes it taste better, honestly. I think uh, the reason why I like it more is it actually has caffeine in it, believe it or not. I think it's the only Sunkist that has caffeine in it. I, I like well, caffeine. all Sunkist has caffeine. It's one no, of the it few fruit sodas that has caffeine. Go go look it up. I think the strawberry one does not. The straw I know Sunkist for a fact makes the strawberry one. Other flavors? Yes. Did you not know that? The, we're just we're just the, blowing Chris's mind here, James. <laughs> how are they? He thought he knew fruit flavored sodas, and he doesn't actually. No, no so. he he doesn't know fruit flavored sodas. He <laughs> just knows Baja Blast and Dr Pepper. That's all he knows. <laughs> or, or Shasta Tiki Punch. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry, Doctor Doctor D. Doctor B. Sorry, I I can't hear you very or well. H E butt. Okay, H E. Um, what was I talking? He's about? right though. I don't. You're number, number two, two, Chris. You're my, number two. <laughs> Chris, you're number two. All right, my number two is going to be. I'm skirting the line a little bit on on a fruit flavored soda. You know, it'll er, 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 you know I'm walking that. You're line. not gonna say cherry Doctor Pepper, are you? No, I'm not going that far, but <laughs> I will say Big Red. Big Red Soda. Oh, this is counts. a combination yeah. cherry and cream soda, so it's a little bit on the edge, but it's mostly cherry. So I'm going to give it to me. Good job, me, to skirt on the right side of that line. But this is very good. Um, <laughs> it is probably the sweetest, no, second sweetest soda that I've ever tasted in my life, behind only its brother big blue and it's yeah. it's crazy it is the most sugary drink i've ever tasted in my life it's very good it's like smooth it goes down smooth but it i think the reason for that is all the corn syrup so <laughs> high fructose corn yourself. syrup for the win yep all right james even right. though you've already ruined your list with orange fanta what is your number one fruit Drink. I'm gonna no, kill you're, Ryan. You're one. More. My number one fruit drink is Tiki Soda. Shasta Punch. Oh, it is go. amazing. It is so good. Let's it is go. so good. It's so good that it was sold out at the store when I went and tried to get some. Okay, it had. had it is so, so much good. promise, James. You had. It so is so promise. good that Shasta made its own logo for the Tiki Punch. Okay, that's how good it is. Okay, it's, it's their flagship. <laughs> it's good. You it can't, is their you can't tell me I'm I will wrong. agree with you on that. I know, Look I, up Shasta. I, I do agree with Next you thing that you see, Tiki Punch. Tiki Punch. It's amazing. Okay, Ryan, Ryan, number one. <laughs> I got it. Uh, oh, I'm trying to decide. I have like three running through my head right now. And, and two of those yeah. are not going to make your list at all. You, you didn't yeah, I know. decide? 
No, because I we see, had I, a week to see, do this, right? Yeah, we told you this. Yeah, we had that. a whole week. Yeah, it's not like I wasn't thinking about this just during this podcast. Um, I guess I'm. I'll just go with Strawberry Fanta. Strawberry Fanta is is, is my favorite out of the three. And my guy just put a strawberry drink in number one. Yes, my strawberry drink is amazing, Chris. So shut your pie hole. Shasta fruit punch is not that great. Sorry, James. I'm not a big fan of it. It's not but fruit punch. It's tiki punch. It's not. Yeah. Whatever. It's fruit punch. <laughs> it's not fruit you punch. uneducated lumberjack. <laughs> Going with the lumberjack references <laughs> today. <laughs> okay. Just finish it off, Christian. And oh, you, can, all right. you can make fun of me all you want off stream. Okay. Just, just, just give us your number one. The undisputed reigning champion. Of all fruit sodas, and it's gonna be some off-brand with crap. That one of the, one of the best sodas in general. I mean, remove the fruit category. This is just a great soda. It is Sunkissed, the original Sunkissed. It is delicious. Orange flavored drinks are very orange flavored. Everything is good. Underrated or orange Starburst. If you don't eat the orange Starburst, you are a child. You are a small infant person. And you deserve to. How did you I don't get know, on be, Starburst be from soda? Orange. I, I'm on orange, Ryan. Orange. <laughs> orange. orange. Oh my goodness! This is fruit flavored I, sodas, not fruit flavored like way. candy slash sodas. R- Ryan, I'm trying to agree with you here. Okay, Sunkiss. The caffeine. <laughs> the caffeine does do a difference. I don't know what it tastes like. It tastes like caffeine. It makes it taste good. It makes it it's feel a drug. good. That's it what gives it me is. the tingles. It, did it's y'all great. notice that my one and two both didn't have caffeine in it? Yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't even realize. That. <laughs> no, I don't drink caffeine. Get, get I don't drink attic. as much as y'all get do. The attic, James. Come on, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I stay don't up too worry, late already. Not so. the thing that's killing you. Well, you already have, all right. You have to stay so. up late late enough because of your job, James. It's not because of you know. Yeah, but I don't drink caffeine while I'm on the job either. You, d- I don't know how you survive doing that because like. Like if I don't have caffeine during the day, like I, I, I have sleep during my. I classes know you have I'm a teaching. problem, Ryan. <laughs> yes, I do. I literally. Have I don't want to have a problem, Ryan. <laughs> Somehow we took an episode where there was no news and we stretched it to an hour and ten minutes. So that's impressive, Ryan, boys. Let's go. Close this out. Let's go. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, whether you're listening live here or whether you're listening later. We appreciate all the support that you guys give us. We love you guys. That And the fact that even though we're in the middle of the offseason, you guys are still listening to us. Our download numbers are going up despite the fact that we're in the middle of the offseason. So I'm really excited to see what where this goes when the season starts. So um please go and check out anywhere you you get your podcast leave us a review five star we'd appreciate any kind of feedback that we can get from you guys uh if you're watching on youtube please consider liking subscribing hitting that notification bell like always go and hit up starcasticmarkshop.com once again thanks to our sponsor along with james along with chris my name's brian we'll catch you guys on the flip side and we'll be back with you guys again next week And we hope you have a good evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you listen. See you guys later.